welcome to the Loving Lake Geneva podcast. I'm your host, Karen Stray Rappaport. Each episode, I take an outside-the-wake look at the area's most interesting people, places, and happenings. It's another great day here in Lake Geneva, and the lake looks stunning, so let's jump right in. Well, if you could pick a go-to person for all things Lake Geneva, it would be today's guest. I'm so excited to introduce you to Stephanie Klett, the president and CEO of Visit Lake Geneva. Welcome, Stephanie. Uh, Karen, it is so nice to talk to you. Well, you probably need no introduction, as most people around here already know you or know who you are. But, uh, you know, I'm thinking about kind of what your job description must look like on paper. <laughs> and it seems like your responsibilities are so vast and even go beyond the city of Lake Geneva. Can you just kind of explain what is Visit Lake Geneva and what is your role? Sure. Um I'm president and CEO of Visit Lake Geneva, and Visit Lake Geneva is three things in one. Uh, number one, we're a chamber of commerce, so we advocate for our retail shops, our businesses, um, our partners, uh, but we're probably most known for the word visit. We are a convention and visitors bureau, so it's our job to market Lake Geneva to the world, and what an awesome opportunity and responsibility that is. And thirdly, we, again, the word visit, have a visitor center. A lot of people know where that is. It's downtown Lake Geneva, right across from the lake on Wrigley. And we serve visitors with good old-fashioned, face-to-face customer service. And these visitors are coming in from around the country, around the world. And it's neat because they are shocked when they walk in and it's not a kiosk, that it's real people that really love the region and know the region. Well, and, uh, you know, things have changed a lot um, here and probably for tourism, especially since um, COVID. How have you kind of seen, you know, the tourism changing here in the last few years? Well, you know, um, a couple of years ago when COVID first hit, it was like a bomb going off. It just about everything closed. And hats off to our tourism industry because they hung in there. And I'm so glad they did because in 2020, we had the best tourism, um, or I should say 2021, sorry. We had the best tourism record uh, that we've ever had. We had the most visitors, we had the most spending. So we're really excited. Um, coming out of this pandemic because what's happening is less people are flying and more people want to drive to destination. And when you talk about a drive to destination, Lake Geneva is so close to Milwaukee, Chicago, Minneapolis, St. Paul, um, St. Louis. And so we are, we're the epitome of a great drive to destination. And so our numbers have been skyrocketing. Well, and I love that people, I mean, there's so much to do up here, but I love that people just like to park their cars and walk down and stare at the lake. <laughs> I mean, it's you just know, such a, a vision of beauty. And I love that people appreciate that. You know, I love that you say that because a lot of people think, oh, Lake Geneva, it's so expensive. I can't afford to go there. And I started going and visiting Lake Geneva when I was in college at Beloit College. And I had no money. And I would drive to Lake Geneva, I would sit by the water, and then I'd hike miles around the lakeshore path. 
and you feel like you're a million miles away. And Lake Geneva has a lot of things that are so affordable. It's really about experiences that can be decadent and expensive. It can be inexpensive. It can be middle of the road. It's really about what you want. But like you, I think so many people are just drawn to the water, whether you want to be on it, whether you want to hike around it, or whether you just want to sit at Library Park in a bench and look at it. Can you explain a little bit about, um, for people who don't know, when you say hike around the lake, can you explain the shore path? Sure, yeah, absolutely. Uh, the shore path is really world-renowned. We have something that's so unusual. There are only a few places on this planet that have what Lake Geneva has, and I think we do it better than the other places that have it. So we have a lakeshore path. Of course, Lake Geneva has a rich history um, in, in Native American history uh, with the Potawatomi. And so the Potawatomi would walk around the lake that organically started to create this trail. Well, as our Chicago industrialists started moving to Lake Geneva after the Chicago fire in the 1800s, um, thank goodness someone had the, the foresight to say you know, this path is becoming really special and we need to make sure that this is open to the public. And so you can literally walk around the entire lake. They say 26 miles. I think the, the, the path itself is about 21 miles. And you're walking past these grand homes with the lake on one side and the Wrigley Estate on the other or the former Driehouse Mansion, um, Stonehenge. You're walking past living history, and yet you're in this most beautiful spot. The lake is shimmering. The boats are going by. There's nothing like it, and it's free. And, I, and who offers that? It's the most magnificent thing. And so I think also during COVID, Lake Geneva was positioned in an incredible way because people felt safe here. You get on that lakeshore path and minus maybe the first mile or two will you're, you might pass some people, you get into it and you're alone on that path. And we have so many places that you can just roam and be free. And the Geneva lakeshore path is, I think the gem of the whole region. Yeah. And, and, the side of the homes that face the lake are actually considered the front of the house, right? So the, that's actually the more exciting side to see than the street view or the other entrance, right? Well, you know, when you see those homes, I want to see them from every angle. Yeah. And you can't walk into the yard, but I'm telling you, I want to see them from the side, the front, the back. <laughs> so, that is but true. you are right. You are right. But you can see a lot of it from the shore path. And so, so what's your biggest advice for people who want to, um, to conquer the path? Well, you know, um, start out by doing it in segments. It's broken up into different segments organically. And so try out your first, you know, five to seven miles from uh, Lake Geneva to Williams Bay and, and section it out. When you do the whole path in one day, I recommend bringing a, a change of socks because especially if it's a summer morning, it's a little dewy or a spring morning um, and you will sweat. So another pair of socks and shoes is not a bad idea. Don't carry too much because you don't want to have all that weight for eight hours. 
but socks and shoes is a must and a lot of water. And get a good night's sleep the night before. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, when with the passing of, of Betty White, I um, scrolling through social media and I saw that you met Betty White. I did. And I, I'm just curious, you know, how, how many other celebrities in, in this position that, that you have met and that you know, you know, maybe have lived or still do live up here? Well, you know, um, Karen, I've been very blessed in, in my career. It's pretty much been all things Wisconsin. So um, I can't believe it's been 30 years, but 30 years ago, I was Miss Wisconsin. And that parlayed me into a job hosting Discover Wisconsin television and radio. And so during that time, about 20 years, um, I was nominated for 10 Emmys and I, I finally won on my, my last year. So I was like the Susan Lucci of Wisconsin. <laughs> but um, I was in Chicago for an Emmy luncheon and Betty White was there. And everyone's like, oh, there's Betty White, there's Betty White. And this is probably 20 years ago. And people were too afraid to go up and talk to her. Well, I know her husband, Alan Ludden, was the love of her life. He's from Mineral Point, Wisconsin, which is a place I've filmed many times. They have the best pasty in the state of Wisconsin, I think. Um, and so I went up to her and I said, I just have to introduce myself to you. Um, in Wisconsin, we're so proud of your late husband. Uh, and I was just in Mineral Point. So she just opened up. And for the next 30 minutes, I, I, just, I, I got all of her attention. And she talked about um, Alan and he is the love of her life. She'd been married twice and she was not going to remarry again. And then she said, um, I kick myself now for wasting so much time. And she said, I'll never remarry again. When you've had the best, there's nowhere else to go. And so she said, when you go back to Mineral Point, you know, he's buried there. Would you say hi for me? And oh. I said, I absolutely will. And I did. And so um, I got to sit down then and have lunch at her table. And everything you think about her is true. Oh. She could not be kinder. Um, a lot of grace, great sense of humor, but she allows other people to shine. And when others speak, she's engaged. So I just, I can't speak highly enough about her. She is a gem. What a special moment that is. And, and I know that you have met Thomas Lennon, who um, I got the pleasure to interview. And um, I know there, there are some other pretty kind of famous celebrity people up here, correct? But they maybe oh. want to lay low. Yes, yes. Well, let's talk about Thomas Lennon because um, he is the bomb. And let me just say it. Best legs in Lake Geneva. <laughs> I love those shorty shorts he wears. People love to hear that. <laughs> but you know what? He is so cool. So I first met him uh, in 2021. He was, um, he's friends with the town of Lynn, chief of police. And so he was hosting the statewide DARE com conference with officers from all across the state of Wisconsin at the Riviera. And unbeknownst to me, um, he invited his, his buddy Thomas to make a guest appearance. So someone's up there speaking and all of a sudden Thomas bikes in wearing his shorty shorts <laughs> and his officer uniform with all these real police officers. 
he did a set about 30 minutes long. I laughed so hard. And um, it was funny because his mind worked so fast. And you could tell that these police officers, um, you know, had had a late night. And so, <laughs> so I think um, my, my laugh penetrated through uh, pretty loudly. But when it was over, he took pictures with everyone and I got to dance with him. And then just a week later, he did what he always does. And that's give back. And so he went to the Lake Geneva Walmart and he was in his Reno 911 outfit. And um, I, I don't know if he likes the word outfit, but I call it an outfit. <laughs> um, and he was the guest cashier and he was raising money, I believe was, was it the children's hospital? So anyway, I got there and I'm like, gosh, this line isn't long at all. Well, um, it, there were like eight lanes of a line. And so I get to what I thought was him Oh no, it was just the beginning. It was a two hour wait. And I, I said to my friend, we are staying here because he's so awesome. So um, two hours later, we got up to him as a cashier and watching him, how gracious he was with everybody. Uh, it was just, it, it just melts your heart because I think oftentimes people in the public eye um, can become very self-focused and he just shines that spotlight right back on people. And he does it and he makes people feel comfortable at ease. And he is just smarter than a whip and funny. And I love how he said, you know, that's that's the best part is people coming up, supporting what you do and loving what you do. So he likes to interact with people. So I'm looking forward to seeing him around town. Now, yes. so most of us locals, we know better, but there are some people that say they love Lake Geneva in the summer, but there's nothing to do here in the winter. So how oh. would you, right? So how would you address that? Okay. So I'm just going to say it. And you know, I was a former Wisconsin tourism secretary. Um, I, I couldn't say this when I was tourism secretary, but I can say it now. Nobody does winter in the entire state like Lake Geneva. Here's why. We're one of five places in all of North America that has the ice castles and the only place in Wisconsin. Um, it's magnificent. If you've never done it as a local or a visitor, you have to put it on your list. Um, it's The music is beautiful, the LED lighting, they have tunnels, they have slides, they have a fountain. It's, it's magical. There's nothing and it's really, like it. I think, you know, I don't want people to think that's just for kids. I'm actually taking my college roommates tonight because one of them said it's been on her bucket list, you know, since she saw that, that they started coming here. So it, it is also very much for adults. It, it is. In fact, um, you know, I have nine brothers. And so I've brought three of my brothers through ice castles already this year. And I, I'm bringing a travel writer there next week. You'll always see something you didn't notice before. So we have ice castles. We have Winterfest and the U.S. National Snow Sculpting Championship every year. So this year it's February um, 2nd through the 6th. <clears throat> we have the best sculptors in America in Lake Geneva for a week. And every year the sculptors tell us a few things. Number one is that they're never treated better. Then, then, then when they're in Lake Geneva, two, that the, the snow is terrific. It comes from um, the Grand Geneva, the mountaintop. And three, it's the highlight of the year. 
So this year we have sculptors from Alaska to Florida. Florida was the surprise hit last year. Um, they're coming back. They are sand sculptors turned snow sculptors. Um, at first I thought they'd be like the Jamaican bobsled team in the Olympics <laughs> and they'd be very out of place. They were amazing. So folks from North Dakota, Colorado, New Hampshire, New York, and of course, Wisconsin and Illinois, um, it's the best of the best. And so while this is going on, um, you know, you'll see an ice bar. This year we're doing s'mores on the beach, but we're doing igloos on the beach and they've already sold out. Um, we have 37 ice sculptures aside from the 15 snow sculptures. And so you can go business to business and each one has a different ice sculpture. So the Instagrammable moments are everywhere. Plus we have two ski hills. One just two miles from downtown Lake Geneva, one 20 minutes away in Wilmot. And Wilmot Mountain was bought out by Vail Resorts and they put millions of dollars into it. I think they have the best snow tubing hill in the state. Um, I went almost 40 miles per hour on the tube and I screamed like a baby. So downhill skiing, snow tubing, um, uh, the Winterfest, the ice castles. And then of course we have Kishwaukito Nature Conservancy in Williams Bay. That's open 365 days a year and it's free. And you can um, do a winter hike. You don't, you can use, you know, just have your boots on or you can have snowshoes. Um, you can cross country ski. We have it all. Throw in the ice fishing, throw in the ice skating, throw in the sledding. It is a winter destination like no other. And then we haven't even talked about the igloos. Last year in my fifties for the first time, I got married in the state's largest igloo at the Maxwell Mansion in Lake Geneva. It's stunning. Chandeliers, couches, sofas, chairs. It's amazing. So Lake Geneva, no one does it like we do in the winter. I, I would venture to say, and I'm a boater, but I would venture to say I love winter just as much as the summers here. Yes, me too. Me too. I mean, you can't beat summer getting a tan and, you know, having a, a nice cold beer on the lake. But yeah. I got to tell you, winter, you, there are apples and oranges. It's equally as fun in a whole different way. And here's the key to enjoying it. Dress right. That's it. Right. I tell my friends, once you dress right and you get over, yes, you have to have a hat on so your hair won't be a, won't be pretty and flowing. <laughs> wear a hat, wear gloves, wear a great coat, and you are going to have a blast. And those snow sculptures that you're talking about, I mean, you, you can't even really describe them. They're so magnificent and the detail on them, I, I, I really, and to watch them create them is really incredible if you get the chance to to actually see them in action but the finished product it is it's really spectacular karen you are so right and the snow sculptors what what i like is we'll be you know we kick things off on wednesday and they do tools up and they start sculpting and it is 74 hours and a lot of them are sculpting at midnight or two in the morning or they get up and they're up and at it at four or five in the morning um they really are works of art and if you go to visitlakegeneva.com, you can see their artist statement. So it's not like they show up here and they just say, hey, we're going to make um, a beautiful dove and uh, a hand stretched out. They have to have an artist statement and everything be that goes with it behind it. So they're creating 
really a masterpiece that has very deep meaning. So if you've never gone and, and actually read their artist statements, you're missing out because it brings so much to life. Like, for example, last year, the, the winner um, had from the front, it looked like the COVID virus. They actually sculpted what the virus looks like with a mouth open like it was, you know, going to eat a person. But on the backside, it was freedom from it. And it was doves flying off. And as they wrote about how the world has faced this with these two sides, man, it'll give you goosebumps. So um, you go to visitlakegeneva.com and check out those artist statements. You'll be wowed. Yeah, it is incredible. And when people, um, let's say people have, somebody's never been here before and they're like, I want to go to Lake Geneva. I don't know where to start. Where do I stay? What do I do? What would be your best guidance for them? Well, a, a couple things. And one is I'd recommend that they get our visitor guide. And visitor guide is great, excuse me, great for visitors and for locals alike. Um, it has just about every attraction, every hotel, motel, um, inn, bed and breakfast, Airbnb. Uh, so it's, it's just a terrific guide to have. So you can order that online. We send it to you free or you can pick it up at our visitor center. So that's a great place to start as is visitlakegeneva.com because we have just hundreds and hundreds of things listed. And the first thing uh, we always ask is, what do you like to do? Because oftentimes we'll say, people will say, well, what, what is there to do here? There's so much. So it's really, the question is, what do you like to do? Do you like a winery tour? Do you want to go to our orchards? You know, do you want to hit the candy shops? I have friends who love good candy shops. Well, in Lake Geneva, they are all over. Are you um, a foodie? Because we are truly an award-winning culinary destination. If you want elegant and opulent, we've got it. If you want down home, we've got it. If you want to be along the lake with the view, we've got it. And so it really, uh, that's a place to start. Uh, to get you on the right track. And speaking of restaurants with a view, this time of year, you, yes, you have a view of the ice, but you also have a view of the ice boats zipping by on Como, Delavan, Geneva Lake. I mean, that's something that, you know, people don't realize and you don't get to see that every day elsewhere. You know what? The ice sailing absolutely freaks me out because <laughs> they are going so fast. Yeah. I, I don't know how they do it. And um, it scares the daylights out of me. I have hovercrafted uh, on the lake and that's a ball. That's, that's a little scary too. But uh, the ice sailing is, it, it's just mind blowing. And, you know, that's another thing is we are a sailing destination known around the globe. And the sailing history from Buddy Melgis and now his grandson, um, it's just so cool to see, or is it his great-grandson, um, Olympic bound. And um, so winter, uh, you will not see ice sailing at many places in the Midwest, but you'll see it in Lake Geneva. So Harry Melgus IV was my, him and Finn Rowe were my very first guests on my very first kidding? podcast. Yes. So it was, it was just so exciting to hear you know what these young people are doing and the work that they put in and I love when I'm out there on the boat and I'm watching them go by you know they're not 
always here because they're traveling the world, but it's really neat to see them sailing in Lake Geneva, you know, when they zip by you. Oh, and, and you know, Karen, I was at a fundraiser for them. So it was held at Stonehenge, that beautiful, you know, stone mansion uh, that it's kind of, you know, iconic in Lake Geneva. It's the one everyone wants to see. And they were so humble. And he was talking about a recent race that they had had in Australia and then in Italy. And he said, there's no place, though, like sailing in Lake Geneva. And he just spoke from the heart. And by the time he was done, this young man had everybody crying with pride mm -hmm. because his love of sailing in Lake Geneva, it was over the moon. And talk about a source of pride. Uh, it, was, it was an amazing event, a great house. But those two kids just made you proud of the people that, were born, that are born and raised in Lake Geneva and the region. It really is such a special place. I mean, so many of us have history here going back generations, but boy, when I have, you know, guests or friends up here, they get it just from one visit up here. They're like, I get why you're living here. I get why you love it so much. It, you know, it's just, it's a really special place for so many reasons. You know, it gets in your blood because summer is a blast. It's just this fun sunny, beautiful. It's, it's how summer should be. Fall in Lake Geneva. It, forget about it. It's dynamite. You know, it, it's not just Geneva Lake. It's Lake Como. It's Delavan Lake. And, you know, we're on the outskirts of the Cattle Moraine. And so we are a hilly region. You know, we're not flat. It's hilly and the water and the reflectiveness of the colors. Um, when you say your friends get it, I've been bragging about Lake Geneva so much. Uh, I mentioned to you that uh, 30 years ago, I was in Miss America. Well, our 30th year reunion will not be in Atlantic City. They're all coming to Lake Geneva because they've seen my posts for years and they're like, okay, um, you're the Midwest, you're centrally located for you know the whole country. So we'll be having all these gals um, from Miss America coming in and I cannot wait. Oh, how fun, how fun. That's so neat that you were uh, Miss Wisconsin and an Emmy winner. We're so lucky to have you, Stephanie. Karen, I'm an oldie, but a goodie. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm older than you from what you said though. <laughs> so thinking about the spring and summer, um, maybe people are starting to plan for that. Are there any new or special events or things that they need to know that are going on? You know, some people want to come during big events and some people want to avoid those and just want to come, you know, during a peaceful weekend. So yes. what should people be on the lookout for spring and summer? Well, you know what? I always recommend doing the Tristan Chris magic show. And that's because every year he creates new illusions and it's never the same show. And what I love about it is it's a great show for all ages. And that's unusual. You know, a lot of times I've seen some magicians I would not want a 10-year-old to see, you know. And he is just so family friendly and there's always something new. And again, talk about a brag piece. You know, he won International Illusionist of the Year by the, the you know, Magician Society of, of the International Magician Society. They don't just hand that out, that is earned. And so his show is an absolute must. 
Now and he's, this- it's neat. It, you, I, I had him on a podcast as well. And he, it's so neat to hear his story. He's the American dream. He had this dream as a little boy and he worked hard and made it come true. You, you are so right. And what I love is he incorporates that in his, his show. I just saw about a month ago. Uh, he talks about his dream as a boy and then he takes you back to it. It is so cool because he's a magician, but he is a storyteller and an entertainer. Um, spring and summer is a great time to zip line. And I have to do a shout out because this May, my mom, bless her heart, who had delivered 10 kids. She had the first six kids in six years, no twins. She was on her own raising those kids. My dad had to work full time. Um, she, for her 90th birthday, is going to zip line at Lake Geneva Zipline and Adventures. I hope you're getting that on video. Oh, we are getting it on video for <laughs> sure. And um, I actually have a nephew in college who works there. So he's going to be her guide and take her out. So we're excited for that. And if you really want to test yourself, the and adventures part, they do a high ropes course. And I was like, oh, I, I got this covered. I made it through the first two things on this course with, I don't even know how many different uh, things it had. And I was like, okay, I'm tapping out. It is tough. It's challenging. But even just completing two of them, I was really proud of myself because it's just not something that you're faced with every day. And um, of course I had one brother who did them all. Many of my brothers could only do like four or five and um, check it out. There's also mountain biking there. So, um, and that's a whole nother thing is Lake Geneva is a great bicycle destination. You can rent e-bicycles, which I recommend because if you haven't, if you're not an avid biker, biking around the lake will wipe you out because of the hills. An e-bike, you know, people are like, well, it does it just, you don't even have to bike. You're not getting a workout. That's not true. You will, you'll be sweating. It's just, it'll help you get up hills that normally you'd be getting off your bike and walking up the hill. So um, the bicycling here is crazy. And whether you go to Avant or you go to Pedal and Cup um, outside of town, which I think feels almost Door County-ish, uh, it's, it's a really neat vibe. And again, that's the thing about Lake Geneva is in a weird way, our region represents the best of the entire state. You know, we've got the Great River Road along the Mississippi River with the, the, the big hills and valleys. It's the unglaciated area. Well, Lake Geneva, that, we have that as well. The Northwoods has the lakes. There are so many lakes in our region. It's crazy, but very few are right downtown. You know, that, that is just crazy. Um, and, you know, Milwaukee's nearby, and it has this great culinary scene. So do we. You know, Door County has um, the beaches and, and, you know, the kind of maritime history. So do we. So I really believe Lake Geneva is that rare place that incorporates the best of the best throughout the state. Well, I don't even think I can ask you this question because I usually end by asking my guests if you could narrow it down and say your favorite thing about Lake Geneva, what would it be? <laughs> I'm not sure you can answer that, but but try. <laughs> well, you know, for one, I, 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 I'm I going to get sappy and it's not uh, anything to do, but it is the people. 
because I have met some of the most incredible people since I've been here. I mean, mind-blowing, inspiring, down-to-earth, soulful, kind, every adjective I can think of. You know, think of Thomas Lennon. What an incredible guy. Um, the late Richard Driehaus, I was privileged to meet him. He's a self-made guy. You know, he started with not, not a whole lot. Um, I think of people like Anna Sarko, uh, who owns Avant. Um, she's just put everything into that business. She has a passion for bicycling. I think of um, Karen at the Cornerstone Shop and Gallery, that 10,000 square foot shop, but she loves her customers. I think a haberdapper, you know, um, of course, the owner of Haberdapper, it is all about getting men to dress with some style, even if they're wearing a t-shirt. Uh, the people here are nice. They're kind and they're proud of their region. And I just, I think that shows through when our visitors come here, they're treated like they matter. And that's because the people here care. And so for me, that's, that's what has blown my mind is the world is here in the Lake Geneva region, but yet we're like this small city, you know, and we've got the village of Fontana and Williams Bay and Lynn, um, you know, some are a little sleepy, some are a little, um, you know, fiery and flashy, but there's this down home elegant uh, or down home feel with this elegance of a region. So I just love the people. Well, you know, for anybody listening to this who hasn't yet been to Lake Geneva, I can't imagine that they won't be coming soon. So I really just can't thank you enough. Your website, by the way, is great. I mean, it has things to do, food and drink, where to stay, where to shop, an event calendar. There's an app, a newsletter, and even a place where people can get special offers and discounts. It is really a very informative and thorough website. So um, please check that out. And, and again, I know you have an incredibly busy schedule. So thank you for taking time to do this and to share your incredible passion for Lake Geneva with us. Well, Karen, thank you so much. And thanks for your show and loving Lake Geneva. And uh, I'm just honored to be interviewed. I mean, you're with the big kahunas here, Thomas <laughs> Lennon and We've got Olympic sailing champions. I mean, my gosh. And you. <laughs> <laughs> well, as always, thanks to the listeners for letting me share my love of Lake Geneva and the wonderful people who help make it so special. I'm Karen Stray Rappaport. Join me next time as another guest takes their place in the sun. Bye for now. I feel all right, like the morning.